0: for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hey, welcome to this very special edition of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This is a quick shot edition where we actually have gone back to an episode that we recorded five years ago on talking about the famous cocktail, the mint julep. And we have come up with a couple of other recipes over time. A few people have been talking a little trash to us And we thought we would come and refresh a little bit of our episode here. You're going to get to hear the first original episode for about the next nine minutes with two recipes, the classic mint julep as well as the perfect mint julep. Joining me for this discussion is good old gal Carrie Ann. Hello. And this is good old boy Mike. We'll let you enjoy the first episode, the first nine minutes uh first and then we'll come back we'll talk about these other two new recipes from a couple of the contenders as well as our taste off for all of these uh recipes as well so without further ado here is the classic mint julep from Sip Suds and Smokes Ah, yes, you've heard the call. Now it's time to head to the races because guess what? Oh, yes, it's derby time here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes. And that means it's all about the perfect drink. And I'm talking one of the classics, a mint julep. And this episode of Sips is all about making the great mint julep. So as you're reflecting here on hearing my old Kentucky home being played, Let us tell you about the classic mint julep. Oh, yes. It's all about the pomp. It's about the circumstance. It's about the temperature. It's about all of the naked chicks in the infield that you're standing in. All right, so here's all the ingredients of making a classic mint julep. First off, the vessel. It's all about a pewter cup. Strange, but you'll need a pewter cup. The bourbon. We're talking... Maker's Mark. Oh, yes, I know. This is in great dispute in many, many circles. But we just think Maker's Mark is all about the classic mint julep. You're going to need some sugar, about one to two ounces of granulated sugar. And, of course, if you're going to make a mint julep, you got to have mint leaves. So it's going to take about 10 mint juleps per glass. And, of course, it's all about the pomp, the temperature, and the circumstance. So this is what you're gonna do. First off, it's all about the pump. Take the pewter cup, drop some mint leaves in there, add one to two ounces of sugar, and muddle the mint leaves together. Don't crush, don't shred, muddle the mint leaves. Of course, it's hot and it's all about the temperature, so add some crushed ice about three quarters of the way up the cup. And of course, it's about the circumstance. Add three shots gently over the ice. And of course, as the day wears on, gently will completely fade away. Add a sprig of mint on top and add a straw all the way to the bottom. You know, a bar straw actually works best. Sip and enjoy and of course you're going to enjoy the races so let's hear the call now from paul
1: rogers followed after that by a fleet alex who has gotten clear and has got into the figure race up front we get bandini who's fading badly moving up from the outside now comes coin silver with buzzards bay three quarters a fast 109.59 and it is closing argument who has taken the lead closing argument with bellamy road coming on the outside Buzzards Bay, and High Fly is right there, tightly, but as they turn for home. Bellamy Road is right there along with High Fly. Closing argument is along the rail. Here comes also, right through on the inside, High Fly, and now Closing Argument pulls out with the Darryl Lee. On the inside is a Fleet Alex coming with him. Closing argument and a Fleet Alex, and also gaining now, Giacomo, we come to the wire, Giacomo, I believe, got up to get it in the last minute with Closing Argument And a Fleet Alex in third.
0: Of course, right about now, you're asking yourself, possibly, could the day get any better? Could the races get any better? Frankly, could this broadcast get any better? Here at Sips, and Smokes, we have the perfect mint julep for you. Okay, so we don't have all the pomp, the circumstances, but frankly, this drink is so good, you won't really care. So let's talk about the ingredients here. First off... You're going to need some sugar, but you're going to need two different kinds of sugar. One ounce of granulated sugar and one ounce of powdered sugar. Of course, you're going to need mint leaves, but you'll want plenty this time around. Frankly, go and buy a big bushel full if you want, but you're going to need about 50 sprigs to add to the bricks, and then you're going to need some more to add actually add to the drinks. And of course, it's going to be about the bourbon. All right, so we've tried literally just... 50, 60 different bourbons to find out the perfect bourbon to go in a mint julep. Man, we really hate our job some days. Alright, so we're declaring the perfect mint julep bourbon is going to be Woodford Reserve. Somehow this just works. Don't ask us. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to prepare a bricks. You're going to add one cup of hot water and one cup of sugar and after all the sugar is dissolved, you're actually going to add in a handful of mint leaves, about 50. Let it steep. Chill out. Enjoy some bourbon straight up if you want to while it's steeping. We don't care. For about 15 minutes. Let the bricks cool down to about room temperature. And then actually pour it into a container. Put it in the refrigerator. And you can store this actually up to two days in advance. So actually have after you have your bricks ready. And you have your funny clothes on. And you're actually at the races. It's time to make the perfect mint julep. So, why don't you uh, take a listen here to uh, the call, and we'll tell you how to make the perfect mint julep right after that.
1: Sinister Minister now takes command. It's Sinister Minister and Barbaro! Barbaro with a quick burst of speed! Barbaro on the outside taking command! Sinister Minister drops back! Here comes Bluegrass Cat with a quick move! Top of the stretch in the Derby, and Barbaro draws clear. It's Barbaro in front, showing up is into second position. Bluegrass Cat is third. And down the stretch they come in the Kentucky Derby, and Barbaro is running away.
0: Literally one of my favorite calls in all of sports, and especially the one country. here at the Kentucky Derby, is down the stretch they come, and down the stretch you're going to make the perfect mint julep. All right. So we don't have one of those fancy pewter cups or anything. Frankly, we make ours in solo cups. So grab your favorite red solo cup and get ready to make the perfect mint julep. Fill the solo cup with crushed ice about halfway up. Add a couple of mint leaves. Yes, I know, add mint leaves. Then right on top of the mint leaves, add some more ice till it's about 3 quarters of the way full. Then right on top of the ice, you're going to actually add that one ounce of powdered sugar right on top of the ice. I know, you're packing it. But trust me, for some reason, all of this works to make the perfect mint julep. Now you're going to pour about one to two shots of that mint bricks that you made earlier right over the ice. Wait a minute, let it steep down to the bottom. Then pull out that Woodford Reserve bottle, pour four to six shots. I'm sorry, yes... It's a lot more than the classic, but guess what? It's actually a bigger cup as well, so pour it on. Frankly, as the day wears on, you won't really know whether it's four to six shots. You'll be pouring it straight from the bottle. Heck, you'll be drinking it from the bottle straight up. After you've poured those four to six shots in the cup, insert a straw and actually two long, skinny Collins straws, they work really, really well. Garnish it with a sprig of mint dash on a little bit more powdered sugar, look around, admire all the funny clothes that you're wearing, make sure that you got some good looking woman at your side, or a good looking guy, sip, enjoy, and hope your horse comes in. This is good old boy Mike. I hope you have a perfect day and enjoying the perfect mint julep. Enjoy and keep on sipping. Hey, welcome back to uh, the second half of this episode of our Quick Shot Edition, talking about the classic mint julep. We have a couple of contenders here to talk about, have we really created the perfect mint julep? We have a couple of other recipes to go through, as well as some of our blind tasting uh, taste-off here today as well. So Sparky is uh, really quite innovative with cocktails, and he came up with a very interesting recipe that's posted on his blog, Parenting While Intoxicated. So his recipe for a mint julep is um, you actually make a strong demerara, uh, um, simple syrup, It's actually two to one so normally simple syrup is one-to-one amount same amount of water as you have sugar he actually made a two-to-one which means you have twice as much sugar as you do water uh, in his and some of it is in the preparation itself he actually combines um, I believe it is uh, I think he said one ounce of the Demerara sugar as well as some mint leaves probably five or six i'm guessing as well as some crushed ice and he actually muddles all this together so it's sugar ice and the mint leaves itself that he mulls together and then it comes back around and uh, double strains that into the serving cup itself which is filled with crushed ice then he actually adds a different kind of bourbon than we've picked here before, which is actually Weller 107. Fancy. Really great choice. I mean, it's a fantastic bourbon. Uh, it's a of bourbon, if you're not quite familiar with it. Um, it's actually uh, proofed at 107. That's why it's called Weller 107. Um, very interesting choice. No fancy uh, uh, elements in terms of garnish or doing anything else with the sugar. And so that's the other one that we have here in the mix. The other recipe is from our friends at Luscious Podcast, and they have a rather interesting, it's called the Trashy Mint Julep.
2: Now, our last cocktail is like the International Cocktail of Kentucky, which I don't know if that makes sense, but it is like Kentucky. (laughs) It totally doesn't, actually, but it sounded super cool. Didn't that sound great? It sounded very wordy. Tense. Um, The Mint Julep. People come here, and I will say at a bar, if I'm at a bar, a whiskey bar, and somebody orders a mint julep, I typically know they're either number one, don't typically drink, or number two, from out of town. Because nobody in Louisville is usually ordering mint juleps, especially bourbon drinkers are not going to bars ordering mint juleps. So we always know. And because they they like hammer the eyes, um, a lot of the bartenders are like, I hate making mint juleps. A pain? But yeah. So I do mine, and mine is not a pain. Okay, Are good. you I'm ready. Yeah. Mine is going to be the easiest, but I'm going to guarantee this. The very tastiest mint julep you have ever had in your God-given life. Oh, my God. I have All a right? pencil out. I am ready to write down this recipe. Okay. So I'm going to start with a piece of candy that you're going to have to know, and hopefully they have these in Arizona. Okay. Um, have you ever had puffy soft mints? They sell them at like Cracker Barrel. They look like you know, like little Starlight mints, like the red and white mints. But they're but soft. But they're like, yeah, they're like yes. poofy. Yes, I've they had like those. They melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Yep, 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 yep. I've had those. Okay, so you take one of those. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You're going. You're going to use two ounces of bourbon. And this is actually a complicated recipe for me.
1: Uh-oh. You're going
2: to muddle that or you're just going to kind of smash it around. Typically, I use the back of like the handle of a knife because I don't have a muddler. Okay. So you're going to bang that around and it melts immediately. It really does. It Immediately. Two ounces of that, one little poof, and then I am going to pull out the blender and, and puree what? some ice. Yeah, what? I know. I'm telling you, it's the only way to do it. You're going to take that, like, ground-up ice. You're going to pound it in. Now, some people are going to hammer. I'm not hammering. I'm telling you. I just have a blender. I'm going to push that all that ice in that cup with the, you know, bourbon. I'm going to put two ounces of water. I'm going to stir that bad boy up. Put a straw in that, and you take a spoon even. It's so good. It's like a bourbon mint, like, snow cone. Yes. Look at that. You know, because one of the problems with making great cocktails on the fly is – having fresh ingredients like fresh mint thanks to you don't even need fresh mint don't even need know a gummy slice and an orange poof and look you got two cocktails already just shove that in your bag and and go and then people are like you're an amazing bartender yeah you really are gonna have to make that you're gonna be amazed whenever i go to cracker barrel do you have Cracker Barrels in Arizona? We actually do, which is amazing. Oh, we have like four Toledo. of them here in Phoenix. Because right? my family's from North Carolina, so going to Cracker Barrel was always like a thing, right? But we don't have right. them out west, like in Washington, like where I grew up. No, but we have Cracker Barrel in Arizona. So I actually can go to the Cracker Barrel here. So I will go and steal some of them mints.
0: So those are the four recipes we have. We've gone through the classic, the perfect mint julep. The parenting while intoxicated recipe, as well as the luscious. So we've had all four of these in a blind tasting. Carrie had, had twice, had twice, twice. Now she says. So, first off, did what do you think of the recipes in general?
3: Well, <laughs> so three of the four recipes—it's hard to argue with a whole lot. One of the recipes is a little out there.
0: It's not like the other. It's
3: like that. (laughs) It's like that. Mm -hmm. But still, the balance. um,
0: There was a touch of sarcasm as he said, Please, you should actually add candy mint in this.
3: (laughs) I'm wondering if an Altoid wouldn't have been a better choice. (laughs) Actually tastes like mint
0: I think that's an excellent choice yes uh, I'd like
3: a redo with that's an Altoid yeah. mm.
0: so you're saying that the trashy recipe it was headed in the right direction had a good train of thought
3: no I didn't say any of that <laughs> no I tasted it and I thought this doesn't even remind me of a mint julep
0: hmm yeah all right so we tasted all four of these blind First off, what was your top pick? Let's go from the top to the bottom. You want to go from the top to the bottom and the bottom to the top.
3: I like to go all the way around and then back again. But <laughs> so the classic.
0: Welcome to the round world with Carrie Ann today.
1: Hello.
3: It's not a flat earth. Uh, the classic definitely was the one I picked uh, without knowing who did what, minus the had a pretty good suspicion of who. Put peppermints into a cocktail.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you were watching me do a little bit of this. Not a whole lot, so.
3: Really wasn't paying attention at all. Yeah. And I didn't know whose recipe belonged to who. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, the classic was the one that I picked out as tasting the most like a mint julep. Um, It was just the best balance of the whiskey and the sweet and the mint.
0: I agree. Um, It was really... <clears throat> I actually made all four of these recipes uh and I, I really enjoyed the classic today. I thought it was quite good. Um it had really nice balance. Uh it was a tad hot um the the way I made it. But uh I just thought it was a uh, you know, pretty good all the way around. What's your sips rating on the classic? Five. And I'm gonna join that as uh, five oh all my the way good. around yeah, Yeah. yeah. What's your next uh, favorite one?
3: I think mine just kind of work up. Um, the Perfect, I gave a four.
0: Wow. So what was it about the flavor of the Perfect Mint Julep that you liked or didn't like against the classic?
3: Well, I mean, for me personally, it was very bourbon forward, which I prefer. Um, was. <laughs> right. So, so there wasn't quite enough mint for me to give it a five. Uh
0: Well, uh, I thought the perfect mint julep held well today. It has tons of flavor. And when you make a bricks like that, um, and uh, so this particular bricks uh, I made with Demerara sugar this time around, and it actually made it weak. So it's actually one to two. So uh, it's actually the opposite. And I would say, and part of the reason why, because. absolutely this is a bourbon forward rendition of the mint julep and i i think the reason why is i just you know i think most people are pouring heavy by the end of the day and they really want enough sugar to be able to stand up you know to the whole thing so i just think that uh it, it held up pretty well um i would agree uh i think it did really well and our sips rating for the perfect mint julep is going to be a four at least in the rendition i made today Probably if I had to change it a little bit uh, on the fly, I probably would have used just a little bit less bricks than I used in the rendition today. It was a little sweet, I thought, for mine.
3: I was all right with the sweetness. I wanted more mint in it.
0: Hmm. Interesting. All right. So uh, so we have two remaining, which is uh, Sparky's recipe as well as the Luscious. Wh- which one do you want to talk about next? <coughs>
3: It's the one I don't want to talk about. So we'll go with Sparky's recipe.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And I, again, I wanted more mint. It's the mint julep. It's the first word in the name of the drink. Give me some mint.
0: So I think uh, part of the recipe that uh, Sparky had is actually making a simple syrup and losing the opportunity to infuse it, you know, with mint uh, within the bricks. He still has infusing mint you know at the point of actually making the drink and i think that's kind of losing an opportunity to really kick that up um as and i actually probably put a little bit more mint in his rendition than maybe i did some of the others just because i was worried about that one you know simple yeah. thing just kind of looking at the ingredients themselves
3: but again i thought it Still was really balanced with it. the whiskey and the sweetness i thought that part of it shone was shined through but I just wanted
0: more mint. I love the bourbon choice here. The fact that he yeah. went with a higher proof, uh, with a 107 versus a ninety proof. Um, as well as I mean, well over one hundred seven itself is just an amazing product, you know, may be a little difficult for many of you to find this. And so, you know, that's kind of the only thing I'm a little shy about is coming up with a recipe that may not be able to find the ingredients for this, you know, quite as readily, but The ones we had today, I thought it was really good. I thought it held up really well. Um, The only thing I just, uh, I'm with you, I really thought that it just kind of, uh, it needed a little bit more sugar and a little bit more mint. It just kind of, I don't know, fell apart from a flavor profile perspective. But But but, I mean,
3: I'm happy to drink Weller 107 all day.
0: And I think that's what you and I both thought. And we're probably going to actually end up rating it against the bourbon as opposed to the fact that cocktails well. So what's your rating?
1: Well,
3: comparatively, I gave it a three, but, I mean, on the bourbon, i give it a four.
0: Four, and I'm the same way. I'm going to stick right there with giving it a four (laughs) as well. And I think part of it is the bourbon choice here. Uh, It kind of made up for some of the inequities within the cocktail recipe itself. Yeah. Which leads us to the point of the throwdown here of the luscious. I've never had a red... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mint julep before pink. It looks
3: a little bit like Fireball.
0: Oh, uh, interesting.
3: Or was it mouthwash?
0: Yeah. So I really found uh, a bit of some of the process of making this drink just uh, a bit more laborious. Um, I don't know if for some reason the mints that I picked up just didn't quite melt in your mouth the way they were supposed to. Um, and uh, they, uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, It was a combination of just the simplicity of it. No, it's still not good. Just, yeah. I had a difficult time uh, going all the way around with this. So I give them props thinking about just the essential, you know, flavor elements and maybe if I was in a part of the country where I've never had a mint julep before,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, then I might uh, look at this and go, well, that's different.
3: The other side of the Mississippi.
0: Yeah. Um, they don't have
3: Cracker Barrels there either, though, so they're screwed.
0: I would say those people are cognitively uh, challenged as well as most of the people in Alabama. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Roll Bam, <laughs> <tide>. once again.
0: <laughs> you know, with yeah. the, oh, this is awesome, man. All right. So, so.
3: here's what. I think that is not a mint julep
0: and i have the exact same impression what's going to be your sips rating on the luscious
3: i had a two but seriously it's not even
0: one i'm going to knock it down because uh, i'm going to give it a one as well water Sorry, gals. Uh, really enjoyed, you know, the uh, the concept itself, but just didn't quite do it for us.
3: I love the idea of, like, throwing a candy into some whiskey and making a cocktail. But mm-hmm. again, I would choose an Altoid and not a peppermint. <laughs>
0: there you go. To kick up the mint. I agree, yeah. Well, I think the only thing missing from this episode is a funny hat as well as some other funny clothes. <laughs> so I I'm would good. say that uh, next time maybe you go with a mint uh, julep throwdown. Get on the gear, you know, for sure. Well, I really enjoyed uh, this conversation, and you uh, should check out our weekly episodes anytime. They're all over the place. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, this throwdown episode and a refresh of our perfect mint julep episode. Whatever you decide to drink while you're watching the horse race, we hope you enjoy it uh, safely as well as often. <laughs>
3: Safely and often.
0: Uh, often and safely. Either one of those works. Keep your clothes on.
3: Just do it fast. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Get it over with. There
0: you go. I want to thank my co host for joining me for this episode, good old gal Carrie Ann.
3: My pleasure as always.
0: You can check her out on her blog, Straight Up 615. You want to tell anybody about that? Dot com. Yeah, there you go. Well, this is good old boy Mike for Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Come back. Join us for another episode here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes.